Hey out there in podcast land, it is Friday, 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 and today we are on Promise 20, and it is the promise of adoption. I'll be reading from the New American Standard Bible. First verse is Romans 8, 15. For you have not received a spirit of slavery leading to fear again, but you have received a spirit of adoption as sons and daughters by which we cry, Abba, Father. 1 Peter 1, 3 and 4. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable, undefiled, and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you. John 1, 12. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. Why is it important for us to know and remember that we have been adopted into the family of God? Well, I guess the first question we need to address is what is adoption? Not wanting to insult any of you, but let's just get to the basics, right? Adoption is when a person gains admittance into a family they have not been born into. There is no biological link, no shared DNA, no bloodline. Yet, a family has a deep love and a desire for someone outside of their bloodline to be allowed into their family without that shared bloodline. One could make the argument that, you know, friendships, you can have a friendship that is just like a family, just like a family member, a brother or sister. They don't share the same DNA. So what would be the difference? You see, the difference with adoption comes inheritance. The adopted gain all the privileges of those who share in the bloodline. It goes beyond being an issue of heart and love, but also an issue of a legal right. Friends cannot claim portions of inheritance unless they've been written in, right? Written in the will. But the children have a right The children have to be specifically written out of the will in order for them not to get anything. Friends have to be written in. See the difference? Now let's go back to the original question. Why is it important for us to remember that we've been adopted into the family of God? Who is already in God's family? Read your Old Testament. (laughs) family by original bloodline is the Hebrew nation or the Israelites or people of Jewish descent. They were the original family of God. However, God always wanted to expand his family and did so through his son. Now through Christ, those who believe in his name are now adopted into the bloodline of Abraham and we share full status with our Jewish brothers and sisters. We have a right to the inheritance as stated in 1 Peter. The reason why it becomes important for us to remember who we are, that we're children of God, and that he has adopted us with full inheritance is the enemy, your enemy, will do things to make you think that you are alone, that you have no family that you're unloved, uncared for, unwanted, unworthy, all of which are lies. 
God loved you so much that he chose to bring you into his heart and his inheritance. It was a legal issue because we serve a God who cannot be in the same space as sin. The penalty for sin is death, and without the shedding of blood, there can be no remission of sin. Jesus came for all, right? All people, to include the original bloodline, because remember, they would make those sacrifices of sin. There would be annual, daily, weekly, all sorts of, you know, as they were going before the temple. And some of the original bloodline members have recognized Jesus as Savior. Others are still coming to him. As others outside of the original bloodline, that's us, the Gentiles, are still coming. And Jesus, when he returns, he will rectify within his original bloodline when he comes back. We don't need to worry about that. We just need to know that we're in the bloodline. The law required our blood. Jesus gave his own. Why? Because he loves you. He loves me. Caregiving at times made me feel as if I, as if there was no one else in the world who was experiencing, experiencing the emotional roller coaster that I was on. That I was isolated and had to do things on my own. But the Holy Spirit would remind me that I was a daughter of the Most High God. That being a daughter brought certain privileges, one of which I could cry out to my father and ask for help. Another privilege was that I knew that he would provide. Another privilege was that I had his strength. All of the promises that we have covered thus far are privileges I had as his daughter, as you have as his daughter, as you have as his son. Do not give in to the enemy who may come in an uninformed Christian and tells you something contrary like the Jewish culture today are no longer his chosen people. They are. <laughs> But they are now not the only chosen people. All who accept Jesus Christ are now grafted in or considered chosen as well. Hallelujah. Know that you have a heavenly family, right? But you also have an earthly family of fellow adoptees, me being one. Now, I admit we're a little crazy, right? At times, a little wayward, a little confused. Sometimes we may not look like Jesus, but know that we are family. Let's pray. God, we thank you today for family, for bringing us into your family, for bringing us into your fold and sharing full inheritance with us. We look forward to the inheritance that we will gain when we see you on the other side of the Jordan. But we also recognize that you've given us inheritance right now the inheritance of the promises that we've been going over, the inheritance of strength, of your favor, of your protection, of your wisdom, that you will take care of us, that you will guide us. That's our inheritance now. And help us to recognize that as we have gone over the promises thus far and the ones that you are going to go um, relay before us in the future, that we know that those are privileges that we now have as your children. 
Help us to remember that when the enemy tries to tell us that we are alone, that we are isolated, that we are unloved and uncared for and unworthy. All of those, we are unworthy, unworthy of your love, but you grant it to us freely. Your grace, your mercies that are new every morning, they flow over us because you are good. We are your children. And we thank you for that. Thank you for being our father. When our earthly fathers have failed. Thank you for being our mothers when our mothers have run away. Thank you for being our siblings when they have mocked us and taken advantage of us. Thank you for being everything that the people here on this earth are not. No one can do it all, but help us to look to you as the example of what we should strive to be while we're here. And help us to always remember that you are our God and that you are our father and mother. Thank you. In the precious name of Jesus who shed his blood for us so that we could call you father, we say thank you. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. All right, my podcast family, we are family. You go and minister the act of caregiving in the name of Jesus. Bye.